0: Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I'm sure you've often heard about positive affirmations to set you off on your day or to utilize in the middle of self-doubt or crisis. You might already do this, and I know that I often find there are certain statements of faith and assurance and light that come to mind to settle me and calm me when I'm in need. The practice of starting with positive statements is a good one to have. When we're starting with a positive thought and affirming it, asserting it as true— we are keeping the negative out of our minds, at least for that moment. And the important thing about affirmations is to remember to really have them be that, what they really are defined to be assertions of truth, acceptance of that idea as true. If it's simply a mantra to repeat over and over, um, it can feel like something we maybe should say, but that we're not necessarily believing. We Think it could be true or should be true, or we'd like it to be true, but we may think it is a hope and not a reality. So we want to make sure that these are affirmations of truth to us. So as you find those affirmations that feel relevant to you in any moment, remember to acknowledge their truth and therefore they come with all of God's might behind them. They're already true and our affirmations are us consciously accepting that truth for us, for our lives, and hopefully for those around us, too. I certainly find inspiration from quotes of others that I've read that are sharp and on target for living a successful and happy life. Words that boost us up to see our full potential can get us revved up and ready for what's next. I find, though, often more helpful to take on the day's inspiration that comes just for me in that day. It might be something I come across as I'm reading on a particular day, appearing like an angel there for my acceptance. And that's what we can do. Don't reject those angels of the moment. They're the ideas that are coming to you, the truths that are here for your use today to realize and put into practice. Sometimes the best affirmations are the ones that simply come to your own thought as you pray or reflect on things. It doesn't need to be somebody else's brilliant quote. When we turn to God and turn away from the problem, thoughts will often come in that address us with just the right idea for that moment for us. It can be something as simple as, you're loved and lovable. It can be some thought that reminds you of what you have to be grateful for, it may be the remembrance of a line from a song or a hymn or a poem that just appears, whether it's even exactly right or fully fleshed out. It just feels right to hold to. And then we can let that affirmation, that assertion of truth in our consciousness, go with us through our day. We can return to it and remind ourselves ourselves, that that was true when we heard it in our thoughts and in our hearts in the morning or whenever, and it's still true this evening, tonight, and tomorrow. Sometimes those affirmations can drift off and feel less real to us as experiences get in the way, turning us to doubt what we heard or to drown out any positive truths altogether. This might then be a time for Denial. When we can't hear the positive truth reiterating itself to us, then we may need to deny the negative, the lies that would keep us down. That doesn't mean focusing on the negative or beating at it like a dead horse. It's already dead. A lie has no life. But to become aware of what is holding us back, keeping us feeling down and troubled and unhappy can lead to truth. So these negative lies can be consciously denied and replaced with the truth in our minds and hearts, either immediately or certainly progressively. We need at times to isolate that negative belief and consciously deny it. And we're not willfully trying to argue against something real to talk ourselves into joy. We're facing down the lie, and God is with us in this. He demands truth. He is truth. So as we deny those dark untruths, we come to see the opposite truth that is going on, God's view, and we can claim that, see it even more clearly because we've taken the time to deny it and affirm that truth going forward. For example, if I'm inclined to think of myself as lazy and unmotivated, I can continue to think that and to justify it to believe that it's true and that I either have to live with it or wait for it to go away. Or I can see that that idea of me being lazy and unmotivated is not the truth of my being, not what I am at my heart, not what God made, not what he sees. I can see that the lie will live on and on as I stoke it with my judgment and my sorrow and my disappointment and my guilt. Or I can deny that. Laziness is not me. Laziness is not a quality that I can have. I can be energetic and motivated. I can even be restful and relaxed and comfortably still. Those are acceptable. But lazy, I can deny based on the facts of God and of who I really am. And then I can affirm the truth. And this means I'm no longer just saying that I am not something. I am not lazy, not unmotivated. I'm taking it further. I'm affirming what I am, really, what God made me to be, which is even more than being not lazy. It's being energized, inspired, active, and even things like fulfilled, complete, whole, confident. These affirmations are truth, and I can accept them once I've actively denied their opposite. Mary Baker Eddy gives a description of prayer in science and health, which seems much like this practice of denial and affirmation. She says, in the quiet sanctuary of earnest longings, we must deny sin and plead God's allness. Sin really is all that denies God, good, really. And knowing the allness of God, good, we know truth and can feel and live it more naturally and rightly. In the book of James, chapter 4, verse 7, we read, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Consciously resisting, seeing the lie for the devil it is, dissolves it in the light of truth, which we can then accept and live. That's all I have for today. Let me know if you have any questions or comments. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.